with Eileen. And we're recording. Well, I say we're, but really it's just me in this room. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Life in Curly Cues with me, Eileen. Um, we made it. Well, I guess I said this last time because last time was really where we headed off. But it's episode 11, and you know what? We are thriving. Um, and I continue to say we are, but really, like I just said, maybe like five seconds ago, it's just me this time around. Another solo episode in the books, and we're going to get started. Okay, um, yeah, why am I awkward? Still don't know the answer to that question. Um, yeah, okay. Where am I going with this? What are we doing today, Eileen? I don't know, just as my intro says. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's... I'm just going to chat with y'all for a second real quick. I mean, I'm going to chat with y'all for this whole episode, honestly. But I always have in my head planned out what I'm going to be talking about, what I want to cover for every episode. And yet, as soon as I hit the record button, everything goes out of my mind. Like, I don't... I don't get it. I don't understand why I'm still like this after 10 completed episode episodes working on my 11th. Like, I just, I don't get it. And yes, I just realized I said like a lot of times just now. But you know, that's what happens when you grow up a millennial and that's the lingo you use all throughout your growing up time. And okay, I'm going to stop talking about that now because I'm just straight, yep. We're done with that. All right. <laughs> Again, hi guys. Welcome to the episode. Today, we don't have a guest, as you can tell, um, but we're still going to have fun. Uh, well, at least I hope y'all are going to have fun listening to this. I'm going to have fun talking about these things, but honestly, it probably won't be fun. I'm just going to be expressing a lot of grievances with y'all, if that's the correct term for this, but we're going to go with it. No guests today, just me, solo. Let's do this. Um, let's talk about some updates for me, some life updates. Uh, update number one, I am... Where was I going with that? What was I about to say? Oh, as I mentioned, if you guys are keeping up with my episodes, as I mentioned in, I believe, the previous episode with Becca, I just got a new position at my work. Well, when that episode was being filmed, I had just recently gotten a new position with my work. And now I'm fully into this new position. And I am loving it. I have completely shifted roles. I still work at a preschool. But now I'm kind of doing something different in the preschool. And there are dogs barking in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear it. But I know that Caesar probably barking at someone walking by. Uh, where was I? Thanks, Caesar. Thanks for that. You're the best. Anyways, going back to what I was discussing. So uh, this new job, I am still working at my preschool, but now I'm doing something different. And it's something I really like. It's kind of correlated to this whole curly-headed cutie Eileen deal where it deals with technology. But I am helping now with my school technology-wise. I am filming videos for them to be able to promote things. For their, I'm taking pictures for the school. I am helping with social media in the school, and I am assisting with all the things that need to be assisted with. Um, yeah, that's a good gist of what I'm doing now, and it's fun. I got to do recently a couple videos for the school, and uh, my boss just handed me the other day a giant like a giant list of her plans for the entire upcoming school year video-wise. And so I'm really excited to get to work on videos for the school. Um, I created them, their own little YouTube channel, so that was pretty cool to do. Um, it's it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited about this new, 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 uh, what do you say? I'm excited about this new position and kind of see what all we can do with it. 
Um, so that's a life update on me. Uh, still trying to figure out adulting. Clearly, I mean, this podcast is still alive and it's about adulting. So yeah, um, that's a pretty big life update for me right now. I don't have any other updates on life. That's about it. Um, when I have something even more interesting or just as interesting, I will let y'all know. Um, but that's pretty much about it. And I keep saying I'm a lot and I don't know if y'all have noticed or now you're going to notice because I've mentioned it, but you know, that's just how I talk. Okay. You just got to deal with it. And if you're listening to this episode number 11 right now, you have survived 10 full episodes of me talking like that. So we're just going to go with it. Sounds good. Great. Awesome. Um, something I want to talk about. Wow. I really can't. I can't talk right now. Uh, Something I wanted to kind of talk about today is pet peeves. And I was thinking about this the other day and a lot of people in the world have pet peeves. And, you know, I just needed to air out my pet peeves because recently they have just all come about and I'm just tired of them. So, yeah. Sorry, I just took a sip of water. Let's talk about those. So I want to mention my one of my pet peeves. Um, So recently, if again, if y'all don't follow me or anything, y'all should. uh, Curly headed cutie Eileen on social media. But I recently have been doing travel with my mom for her nonprofit and we've been flying places. So here's where pet peeve number one comes in. I strongly despise... When I'm at an airport and I'm at the term or not the terminal, well, I am in a term, oh, talking out loud, sorry, where I'm at the gate and everyone's waiting for their flight. And some of you already probably know where this is going. Some of you are probably that person that I have a pet peeve about. So we're waiting at the gate for the flight and they are, they announce, all right, people will be boarding in about five minutes, three minutes whatsoever. They announce that and all of a sudden you just see hordes of people standing up and like getting really close to the actual gate entrance and I'm like okay and then they'll they'll start calling all right so and so can get up and start boarding and so and so and then just more and more people get up and yes those people are the the people in that group but then there's just this giant group and oh oh and oh man There's this giant group of people that they're like boarding group number six, but they decide to stand right at the gate and block it for every other group that's coming in. And they're just standing there. And even the, the the gate workers, they're just like, come on the intercom. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you can wait until your group is called and we will then be able to board. This will help us in our boarding process moving faster and swiftly. And even when those sweet people make that announcement, nobody moves out of the way. I'm, it is a giant pet peeve of mine. And then my only thought process about the whole thing and what really bothers me is what's the rush? Like, you have, I mean, the only airline that I've ever flown where you don't really have an assigned seat is Southwest. But even with Southwest, you have a boarding order anyways. You are given a number and that's the number you stand in line. So there's no need for you to be lingering and blocking everybody because you still have to stand in your order for that line. But on other airlines, because recently I've been flying with United and American, on other airlines, you have an assigned seat. You picked your seat when you booked your flight. So I don't see your rush on getting onto the plane because no one's going to be taking your seat. I mean, unless it's one of those crazy incidents that you see about virally where like people get kicked off planes or they overbook or whatever. But initially or technically whatever, you have an assigned seat. So I don't see the purpose in you standing blocking other people's way of getting onto a plane. You just you you're just there. Okay. And it's just a big thing of mine. And I was sitting in the gate the other day or the other week, month. I don't know. I was sitting at the gate and I was just watching all of these people get up and crowd the gate. 
when they weren't even anywhere near the group that was being called. And it's just, again, why are you trying to do this? What's your rush? You have an assigned seat. You have an assigned area. You, I mean, I can see it in the other way where, oh, you just want to make sure you have cabin space where you can put your carry on. But then again, your bag, your carry on, if you lose, if they don't have any more space, they check it for free. Like, I just don't understand. I'm sorry. I could go on and on about this every day, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves is just airport, airport etiquette. I don't know. Improper etiquette. I don't know. Just, I find those things annoying and it bothers me a lot. And I mean, I'm a people watcher, so I love seeing the chaos ensue, but I also like to be comfortable in my seat when I'm, when I'm waiting for my own group Yet you're over here in my leg room trying to block the gate. So figure your life out. Um, But what's the rush? We're all going to the same place. It's not like you're going to fly the plane or anything like that. And that probably, I just said that and I don't even think that made any sense. But you know what? That's, we're going to, yeah, I'm going to keep that because I just, I just needed to air out that grievance. And it feels a little bit better. But I will be flying here in the next couple weeks again. So who knows? Maybe I'll post a story about it on my Instagram and just show y'all and just show you how I feel about it. But I just, I was thinking about that the other day and it's just, it's something that really bothers me. And I just don't know how people do it. I just, I don't at all. Yeah, so that's my number one pet peeve. It's, or at least right now, that's my number one pet peeve because I've been dealing with it so much recently because of all the travel I've been doing. And yeah, that's that's just it. My next pet peeve, um, or I guess before we go on to next, um, after, like, does anyone else feel that way? Or am I the only one? Because... Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one, but recently when I was with my family, like they also had the same thoughts as me. And so I just, is that a general thing or are you, oh, are you one of those people that does that? And then if you are just, you know, let me know what goes through your mind that makes you want to have to do that and just block the gate and wait in front of the gate until it's your turn like are you trying to be the first in line is this something from your childhood where you always have to be first to do something because if so then that's some deep shit right there that you should probably figure out but for people like me it bothers me okay sorry enough I stopped and uh, I apologize but not really because those are my opinions okay and that's just how I am Okay, where am I going with this episode, y'all? I don't know. See, I do things alone and I just, I just go crazy. Well, not crazy, but I just, there is nothing that's, I don't know where I'm going with that sentence. So I'm just going to stop right now. <laughs> my other pet, my next pet peeve right now on the whole premise of travel is driving pet peeve of mine which is probably a lot of other people's pet peeve but a pet peeve of mine is when I'm driving minding my own business and I'm going the speed limit or even a little bit over and someone is riding on my ass like why why do you think why is that necessary from you if you think I'm moving too slow then move over to the other lane like stop getting so close to me where I start getting paranoid that I'm going to get into an accident and you're going to slam me from behind. Like I just, you're making me terrified and just pass me by that point. And I never, I'm going to stop myself right there because I was not going to say the right thing, but I am not the person who purposefully drives slow. Okay, I will either go the speed limit, go a couple over the speed limit, but that's about it. Like if you are trying to whiz your way by, just go around me. Stop riding the tail of my car. Fernando doesn't like that. And side note for y'all who don't know, Fernando is my car 
And he doesn't like that. Okay, so just leave me and Fernando alone. And if you want to pass us, just pass us. But don't ride so close to my tail. Um, that's, yeah, that's another pet peeve that's happened recently. And spe- another thing, dealing with cars, is people who don't put their blinkers on. And yes, I've been guilty of this maybe once or two, a couple of times. But being in the driver's seat and being in that lane and then... You're just going and this person in front of you is going super slow, but they don't have the blinker on. They're not letting you know they're going slow because they're about to turn. And so you're slowing down and then I'm in my head like, why are we going so slow right now? What is happening? And then they turn. I'm like, well, it would have been nice if you had put your blinker on. Okay, it would have been great to know that you wanted to turn because then I could have moved over and kept going straight. But instead, you are slowing me down. And what if I have somewhere to be? I mean, I always have somewhere to be, which is, uh, duh. But still, why? Why is that uh, a thing? And then just going from lane to lane or even, oh, this gets me all the time. When someone puts their blinker on, thank you so much, but they put their blinker on and they move over to the other lane or they do whatever they're doing and then they forget that their blinker is on. So their right turn or left turn blinker is on constantly and I'm behind them or I'm in the lane over where their blinker is pointing to and I'm going slow to let them get in front of me so that they can come in because clearly their blinker is on so they need to turn, right? Or they need to get into the other lane? No. They just forgot their blinker was on from the last time they moved over and it's still on. And that's something that really bothers me in in the driver's seat and in the passenger seat. When I'm driving, it bothers me because I'm being considerate and I'm giving you the space, yet you're not taking my space. And so I'm like, what's happening? And then I realize, oh, you just forgot your blink to turn off your blinker. But then also when I'm in the passenger seat of someone in the car, who is that forget like who is that person that forgot to do their blinker? Does that noise not bother you? Does that noise not bother anybody? Cuz the instant I turn on my blinker, that clicking noise, I have to like quickly turn or shift so I can turn it off because if it's on there, it's just annoying. Like I can't stand it. And then it gets me to think. If you forget you have your blinker on and then you're ruining the day for the person like me in the other car does that sound do you not hear that sound or is that too soothing of a sound because I could see how it could be like a very soothing satisfying sound because it's just like like I get it that's that sound wow that was really good I'm proud of myself for that but that sound does that not get annoying having that on when you're not turning or anything because the instant I'm in the passenger the instant I'm in the passenger seat and that person that's driving forgets I'm like hey you you want to turn that off real quick and I'll even say that noise is so annoying but it's just like do you not hear that and are you not that like reminded just you know those are the thoughts that just really keep me up at night okay that's just yeah wow those I was really, I got really into those. Um, but yeah, those are, those are some of my pet peeves that have been happening recently. Um, uh, what are your pet peeves? Do you have any weird ones? I'm trying to think if I have any others, cause those were the ones that I really wanted to talk about. But I mean, there's so many things out there that could be pet peeves. And then it's just a matter of, um, like why, why are uh, pet peeves? They're just, why are things annoying out in the world? Why do things aggravate us so easily that it bothers us? Like, why can't we just move on and not think about that, right? I don't know if anything that I just said made any sense, but you know what? Gonna go with it. Um, And I'm trying to think of something like, I mean, I guess in a way those are all pet peeves of me as an adult, but something specifically towards me being an adult um why is it so hard to do stuff as an adult or why no not that well I guess in a way yes that so recently I was looking into like car rentals and stuff like that and I'm 23 why is it that you have to be 25 or older to like rent a car without excessive fees if that makes sense because recently I mean so when I was growing up I always heard you had to be 
25 or older to rent a car. And then I became an adult and I, or quote unquote, I became an adult. And then I heard you can rent a car once you're 21, but from 21 to 24, when you're renting a car, they charge you a young rental fee, like a younger rental fee or something like that. And it's like the minimum for one of the ones I saw was a hundred dollars. Just because I'm in the age range of 21 to 24, you're charging me an extra $100 on top of renting a car. And then once you're 25, they take that away. Like, why? Why is that necessary? I've had people who are 21 or so. I mean, traditionally, people who are between the ages of 21 and 24, they've had their license since they were 16. They had been they've been driving for five years at least. Why are you charging us a hundred plus dollars to rent a car? And then once we're 25, like we're fine. Once we hit a quarter light, a quarter of our life, we're fine. Like, how does that, I just don't understand why that's a thing. And that's something that bothers me. And I mean, I haven't rented a car, but I was just looking at renting at car rentals and stuff for an upcoming trip. And I'm just, just like, what, how, Why? All the questions. That's just something in the adulting world, English in the adulting world, that kind of just throws me off. Why? Just why? Yeah, that's. Those are my pet peeves. I can't think of any of the others uh, right now, but that's. That's what's bothering me lately, and I just had to get off, get that off my chest, and. Um, I guess I could have not started with that, but you know what? We're airing things out right away. Okay. Um, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. So now moving on to lighter notes. Um, let's talk some fun things that have happened lately with me being an adult. So a couple episodes ago, was it? What are we on? We're on episode 11. Uh, episode 8, I believe. Or 7. Maybe both. I had talked about going to a movie screening for Booksmart. So, life update. I got to go to another screening. Um, so, with my... With my what? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> with... I... <laughs> wow. Why can't I talk? Uh, so, I... With my local movie theater, I'm one of their, like, little members, like, Regal Crown Club member. I have, like, their little card thing. And so, I get points every time I go to the movies with them. And so, since I, like, registered and became a member, uh, they had been, they, that's who, because I was a member, that's how I got to go to the Book Smart screening a few couple months ago. Well, because I'm a member, I got to go to another screening this past month. And I got to go see, or actually like last week or the week before, I don't know, last month, whatever. I got to go see Stuber. And this movie comes out on July 12th. Yeah. So it comes out July 12th. And I got a screening to go watch the movie. I think it was like two weeks before its release date. So yeah. Yeah. Two weeks before its release date. I got invited um, by the movie I got invited because I was a Regal Crown Club member to go watch this screening. And it was like, first come, first serve, grab your tickets, whatever. So I got to go. And this screening was very different than the first screening I got to go to because this screening was a bigger theater and there were so many people and it was similar in that I died of laughter the entire movie. Uh, I recommend y'all go watch Stuber. It was pretty great. Uh, I tweeted my review about the movie because they, they had like this little image on the screen before the movie started to tweet us your reviews and tag us and hashtag us. And so I did that after the movie and y'all, I felt so cool. Stuber retweeted my review and then they turned my review into a meme well, I call it a meme, but I don't, into a gif, a gif, whatever, however y'all say it, they turned it into it. So I had tweeted them that me and Calypso Cruz 
Jasenia, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, she's my go-to girl whenever I have movie screening tickets. Wow, excuse me. She's my go-to whenever I have movie screening tickets. So I, I tweeted and I said, we just finished it. It was hilarious. Um, well, let me word for word it. Uh, we just finished the screening for the Stuber movie and that shit was hilarious. My cheeks actually hurt from laughing so hard. I also wish someone would have given me a star for every time I said, oh shit, July 12th, go watch it. So I tweeted them that and then they retweeted it. And then, wow, I just knocked the microphone. I'm sorry, y'all. And then they put my tweet and quoted me on my tweet onto like a Stuber gif. And I was just like, whoa, I feel really cool right now. And so that was like a highlight of that time. But honestly, that movie was so funny. And there are so many, literally what I said in my tweet, so many oh shit moments that you're just dying. I My cheeks were hurting so bad once it was over. And it was basically like in a full gist of the movie, it's a... Uh, it's basically an Uber ride gone crazy. Um, so it's really cool to see <laughs> the very extremities of an Uber, which it's so funny because you can kind of, it's like an aspect of real life, but then a very exaggerated version of it. And it's just really cool to see and really funny. And it was just really well done. And I had fun and I'm so happy I signed up for this Regal Crown Club because if I start to get to go to movie screenings every couple of months, I'm so down for it. And eventually, if they want to pay me to do this, uh, uh, yes, please. I'd love to sign me up. But right now, like I'm, this is me getting to go for free and just doing all of it for free. And that'd be kind of a cool gig in the future um, to be able to like review movies before they come out. What do y'all think? I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be so cool, actually. I don't know why I said that so chill and nonchalant, but I think that'd be so awesome. So yeah, so that's a life update, whatever, that I got to go to another movie screening and maybe in a couple months I'll get to go to another. I'm putting it out into the universe so that the universe picks it up because lately um, a lot of things that I say and do, I put them out and then not too long after it becomes manifested and it happens. So just putting it out there, you know, if anybody wants to do anything like that or, you know, support your girl somehow. But yeah, that's a, that was a fun thing. Um, on other movie notes, I just saw, um, Spider-Man far from, far from home. I think, yeah, I just saw the new Spider-Man and that was great. Um, the day I'm recording this, I saw this literally the night before and that movie was good. It was such a good, uh, it was a good, if you haven't seen an Avengers Endgame, you definitely have to watch Avengers Endgame before you watch Spider-Man uh, because it definitely picks up where Endgame left off. And it was just emotional and funny and all of the good feelings. And also a lot of like, wait, what moments? And it's just, it was overall a really good movie. And then you definitely have to stay for the end credits. Just like any other Marvel movie because there are end credits. That will also make you go, what? Um, as I did very loudly. Um. <laughs> Oh, speaking on movies, let's jump back to pet peeves because I don't know why I didn't think of this the first time. So another uh, pet peeve of mine whenever I'm at the movies, which it really isn't a pet peeve. It's just really funny to think about, but it does kind of get annoying after a while. But I mean, you can't help that or change that situation. So whenever when I was in the movie and watching Spider-Man, there was someone in the theater who was very invested in the movie and very invested vocally and very loud about it. And so anytime something would happen, this person would like do a funny giggle or do a like a <laughs> I'm sorry if that hurt anybody's ears, but it was just that kind of weird sound. And it was just like I would look over at my friends and I'd be like, yo, what in the world? What is happening? And then the scene would be such a quiet scene and this person would make some type of a remark and then 
people would laugh, but people weren't laughing at the scene. They were laughing at whatever this person had just done or said or made it sound of. So that's just something, I guess it's not, a. it's just funny when you're in a theater and someone's expressing how that scene is making them feel very vocally. And that's just something really funny. And like I said, I guess it's not really a pet peeve, but it's just something that makes the movie theater experience more fun, I guess, because it is, it's, it's giving you an all around experience. Like you're watching the movie, you're internally reviewing and reacting to it, but you're also in the presence of other people who are in, um, reacting to it and they could either be doing it internally or externally like that lady was. And it was just, it was a fun time. And I just, I just really had to share that. Okay. So yeah, I shared it. All right. Okay. Oh, another life update. Well, I guess it's not a full update. It's, It'll probably be an update way down the line, but it was something I thought of recently. And last year for my birthday, I decided I wanted to go out and kind of escape and just go somewhere for my birthday. And I did. I ended up going to New Orleans for my birthday last year. And I do have a vlog on that. So if you guys want to go to my YouTube channel, Curly Headed Cutie Eileen, um, you can go see the vlog that I did on New Orleans. There's a, it's a two part series, but I decided literally a week ago that I kind of want to try to start my travel journey or I want to start traveling. And I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've done some travel, uh, but I kind I want to go out more and do more. And so I, I'm thinking, and maybe y'all have ideas on something, but I'm thinking I can, I want to try to start a birthday tradition and I'm thinking of every year for my birthday, I go somewhere. I go somewhere, I get away for a little bit and I do something. And so like last year was, I went to New Orleans. So that was kind of the first thing. And so I kind of want to do it again this year. I, not kind of, I want to. I want to do it again this year. I want to go somewhere. I want to travel and um, I want to make it a tradition and I want it to start my whole travel journey of trying to explore different areas of the world essentially um and so I was looking into it and I was thinking about it and I I want to do it I it'll help me get into it and I mean I have a break from work on my birthday luckily my birthday falls under winter break holiday and so I've never worked on my birthday which is pretty awesome and I just it's like perfect for it and so I have been thinking about it and if you follow me on Twitter you saw my tweets like um, and I'm going to say it on here. My birthday's not until December, but I'm putting it out there now in case anybody wants to help you grow out, help a girl out or suggest places to a girl. But I do have some ideas of where I would want to go. I've already started tracking like flights and stuff for the time frame that I want to go, but I want to go do it. And my birthday is December 28th. And so my birthday falls right after Christmas, right before New Year's. And so I was thinking of doing a travel where I go somewhere for my birthday, but then I also kind of am gone for New Year's too. So it could be either, which I, I don't know, maybe people don't think this is cool, but I would think it's cool if I'm traveling like on New Year's, if I'm in a plane and the clock has struck midnight and I'm in the air and I'm like looking out the window and there's just fireworks under because I mean the planes are very very high but if there's like fireworks happening like that would be so cool to experience New Year's in in some different type of setting than what I normally do which is normally either at home or in a city um, watching the fireworks from the bottom from the ground up but wouldn't it be cool I mean I think it would be cool if I was traveling like doing my own solo travel and then I had just celebrated my birthday and then I'm like on my way back or I'm still in a place and I'm enjoying New Year's from a different time zone or a different thing. And so that's just something I'm putting out there because I want it to happen. And oh, I'm going to make it happen. That's it's July right now. I have until December <laughs> uh, to figure that out and plan it out and save my money for it. And I mean, I have money saved up right now, but the more money I save up, the more I could do or even the more not the more places, but like the farther I could go. Or I don't know. I just, 
that's a life update and it will be eventually a full update once it happens but I'm putting it out there in case any of y'all want to help support your girl out uh sponsor me in any type of way uh brands companies if you're listening I mean you're probably not because I don't have a lot of listens um but you know I'm just starting out okay I'm not mad that I don't have a lot of listens um I am like I've said in multiple episodes I am doing something that I like right now and even though it's not getting wild or crazy listens or anything like that or maybe it is and I just don't know how to find it but I I like this and it I mean wouldn't it be cool I'm just gonna wouldn't it be cool to go somewhere I've never really solo solo traveled I've solo traveled to meet up with someone but I've never gone somewhere entirely by myself and done things by myself and I think that would be a really cool eye-opener really cool adulting moment really cool figuring out who I am as a person moment and also just being able to meet other people I'm very awkward and like antsy or not even you probably don't even know I'm antsy but I am very awkward when I'm in public settings with a lot of people and I just don't know how to like interact I'm a very I'm a homebody okay let's just put it that way I like to be chill comfortable at my own home but when I'm like out in public by myself I just I don't know how to approach people or anything like that and I think a solo moment like that would be really cool for me to kind of experience and do And so, I mean, I have until December to figure that out and I've got some ideas of where I'd want to go. But if you want to give me some suggestions of things I could do, um, it'd probably be like a four day, four or five day trip, probably. Yeah, it'd be like a four or five day trip. So, I mean, so let me know what are some cool places to go if you guys know about any cool places to go. Because then I, I mean, I'm, it'd be cool. Okay. I'm just gonna, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's what I'm going to say. It'll be cool to think about and just, I don't know, kind of just go with the flow or anything. And that's my thing where I am, I, my personality is I am so flexible and I'm so, well, not physically, but I'm flexible in things that I can do and a, a, I can adjust to different settings and different things. And so I'm just, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's, that's my life. Uh, I want to go somewhere. I want to start this whole travel stuff um, while still making, working and all that. And like, I have, I need to take advantage of those breaks that I have um, where I don't work, like why kill all that time sitting at home when I could go somewhere and do something and it's kind of just looking at all different things you know you know I just feel like that would be cool um yeah so that's where I'm at right now Figuring out what I want to do for my birthday, that's in December, because yes, I am that person, but why not? Let's talk about, I mean, I mentioned my pet peeves while traveling, but let's talk about all these things I've been doing, or things, um, the places I've been going with my mom's organization. So we started off in El Paso for, or uh, well, if you don't know, you can listen to a previous podcast, but briefly um i am currently doing this little summit tour with my mom for her nonprofit esposas militares hispanas usa and so we are traveling to different cities and my mom is hosting summits to provide these military spouses with information on how and just information on the community and her nonprofit and what we what the nonprofit does and everything like that and So I've been going with her to help her out, basically the gist of it. So we have gone so far to, we're halfway through actually. We've done, we have six cities that we're going to and we've already gone to three. Our next city uh, will be here 
at some point in July. But we have gone to El Paso, we've gone to Fayetteville, and we just recently went to Colorado Springs. So El Paso, um, I'm not sure if I kind of gave a thing about it. I, I'm going to call myself out on this. I told myself I was going to vlog on these things and I did not. And I apologize if anybody was waiting for a vlog on that. Um, I didn't vlog. I didn't vlog on those city on, I'm not going to vlog on any of the cities. I told myself I would, and I just, I've come to terms. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but what I have been doing is I've been recording it from my mom. So I've been putting videos together for each city from my mom, which I'll probably put those up at some point. Um, no guarantees, but we'll see. And so that's why I haven't really been vlogging my trips, but in El Paso, we had so much fun. It went off with a bang and it was great. And then um, on our, we drove to El Paso since it's only eight hours. We drove to El Paso and on our way back, I was able to convince my mother to take us to the... I was able to convince my mother for me to drive us to the uh, Prada store that's in the middle of the desert. Well, yeah, in the middle of West Texas. But the Prada store that's like fully filled and stocked but you can't open it because it's just an art installation and it's in Marfa Texas super small artsy town um, but that was fun I love taking scenic detours and trying to do that type of thing and when I can convince family to do it with me it's a really fun experience and even if it was literally a what five minute stop it still was really fun and so El Paso was pretty cool um, it was a great first summit that my mom hosted and I'm very proud of her. And then the second summit we went to was in Fayetteville. And let me just tell you, that travel day for me was a fucking mess. And I say the word fucking because that is how I expressed my feelings to my family. And I apologized. I am apologizing now for all the, for the F-bombs. But I, traveling to Fayetteville, and I'm not even sure if I have mentioned this before. I know I, like, posted it on my stories, maybe? I can't remember if it was my personal account or my blog account, but I posted it on somewhere. My travel journey to Fayetteville was insane, and that is something we're going to discuss right now. Even if I have said it, I'm going to repeat it because it's still... Ugh, boil like ugh, brings me to a boil every time I think about it but on the way to Fayetteville I I book my flights after work or t like the last hour of work so that I can I don't miss a full day of work and I can use hours for it so I scheduled my flight to leave at I think it was like four something so I left work made it to the airport two hours early it ended up being in the terminal that literally only houses two airlines. And so TSA was the quickest thing ever. And so I got there and within five minutes, I was already at my gate. And so I was sitting there for two hours, just kind of doing nothing. I think I was editing an episode on this trip. So that's what I was doing. But I made it and I went and I was sitting at the airport and then 30 minutes before we were supposed to leave, they make an announcement. Um, excuse us, everybody, but the flight that you will be taking this today is running late. Uh, it just left the Houston airport and it will be here in about 30, 45 minutes. And once it's here, then we can start loading. And in my head, I'm saying, uh-uh-uh-uh, no, 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 no. You're telling me. The flight that I'm supposed to be getting on here in a not too long just now left the airport that I'm flying to. What? So that was something that really just ugh, started us off on a rough time. So they make this announcement and I'm checking my connecting flight and what time my connecting flight is because I was traveling from San Antonio to Houston to Fayetteville or not, sorry, <laughs> from San Antonio to Houston to Raleigh because Raleigh was like the closest, cheapest airport, whatever. And so I'm looking at my connecting flight and I'm like, uh oh, I'm really going to be cutting it close. I'm really going to be cutting it close. 
I'm really going to be cutting it close. I will not make it. Finally, the plane lands. I'm still paranoid. I'm like, let's go. Let's get this going. We get on the plane. We get on. We fly. We're in the air. I keep checking my watch as we're in the air. I say we're again. I'm by myself doing this. Um, I'm in the air. And, you know, this is if I was with somebody I wouldn't have felt so stressed and so just annoyed. I would have probably been more calm. But the fact that this, I was traveling alone, the rest of my family had left that morning. I was traveling alone dealing with all this crazy shit. And so I get off the plane or no, sorry, we land. I'm looking at my clock. We land 15 minutes before my next flight is supposed to be boarding. 15 minutes before it starts boarding for my next flight. That's when we land. I'm not saying I got off the plane yet. I'm just saying we, we landed. We haven't even reached the gate for me to get off this plane to go to my next, catch my next one. No, we make it to the gate. It is officially five minutes (laughs) till my next flight is supposed to be boarding. When I finally get off the plane and I'm walking and we land in Houston And my, oh, freaking my, everyone on this flight had a connecting flight that was cutting it real close to where they had to go. So I get off the plane and I, we got, I got off at C, C5 or C4 or something like that at the Houston airport. My next flight was in C45. I I just, I can't fathom still the shit that I went through that day. I had to go from C4 to C45. L- I'm, I'm, I was lucky. I was lucky and very appreciative that my connecting flight was in the same terminal. Because had it been in another terminal, I would have broke down in tears had it been in another terminal. I would have been so distressed. I would have been like, I'm just not going. I'm going to rent a car and drive back to San Antonio. I would have been done if it had been in another terminal. But I'm walking. I get off the plane and I start power walking. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make this. And all in the meantime, I am texting my family and I'm telling them I'm about to miss this fucking flight. Just so y'all know, my new gate is all the way across the airport. And my mother, so kind, (laughs) says, they'll wait for you. Take it easy. And this is me. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I'm like, shit, this flight is already boarded. It leaves in two minutes. I'm going to get there. The gate's going to be closed. I'm going to get there. The gate's going to be closed. I'm going to cry. What am I going to do? I'm going to be stuck in Houston. I still need to go to a whole nother state. What is happening? I make it to the gate. (laughs) Y'all. I make it to the gate and I was so confused because I saw a bunch of people at the gate and I was like, what did I fully miss the flight? And this is now the next group like loading for the next flight. That's at this gate stationed at this gate. No, I get there. And that flight was delayed. I get there. Everyone is still standing, waiting to board the plane. They hadn't started boarding yet. They were just delayed. And I texted, I texted my family in all capital letters. I said, holy fucking shit. I made it and they haven't boarded yet. Holy fucking shit. I can't breathe. My legs are in so much fucking pain. Ah, sorry for all the F-bombs. That was my text to my mother and my father. (laughs) That's something that as an adult... It feels great to be, I don't know. It's just when you're young, like you don't want to curse around your parents. But at this age, when you're considered an adult, you just have to curse. And then it's like, you don't have that like weird burden of like, oh, I just curse. Like it still gets me sometimes. But (laughs) that whole moment, I was just like, I need to let it all out. I need to. So I get there and yeah, they hadn't boarded yet. I was so out of breath and just so red and flushed in the face. And I was just, oh my gosh. And I was starving because I was in San Antonio. I didn't get food in San Antonio because I was like, oh, I have a good hour layover in Houston. I will eat before my flight to Raleigh. Fuck no, that didn't happen because my flights were crazy. And I got to the boarding gate and I couldn't get anything. I couldn't 
buy an actual meal because uh, the flight was supposed to be gone by that point. And so I took advantage and there was like a little store and I bought like peanuts or something at the store so I could eat on this flight. But I made it on the plane. We get on the plane. (laughs) Story's not over yet, y'all. We're finally boarding the plane. We're on the plane. We're buckled. We're ready to go. And the pilot comes on. All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna be here for just a little bit. They're fixing. We had some technical difficulties, and they're gonna go ahead and fix them, and then we'll be on our way. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all made me race over here to a delayed flight. To now, still a delayed flight, but we're on the plane. You have us buckled in, saying we're gonna go, but we're not because you have technical difficulties. Fifteen minutes goes by. We're still on the plane at the gate we have not moved away from the gate and I'm like I'm never gonna make it to Raleigh I'm never gonna make it it's just not gonna happen um I was not meant to travel that's what I kept saying to myself in my head and then the pilot comes back on again all right everybody um we finished our we solved our technical difficulties now we just have to wait on the paperwork so we'll be gone as soon as we get that paperwork in I'm like, what in the world? Who needs to do paperwork right now? We trying to go somewhere. So we finally, they get the paperwork, whatever. We finally start backing up. As we're backing out of the gate, I just hear under me, (laughs) guys, my my announcer voices and sound effects are on point this episode. And if you don't think so, I don't know about you, whatever. But I start hearing this whirring and buzzing sound under the plane. And I'm like, what is happening? These fools, y'all, these fools were still like working on the plane as we're trying to leave. Like, I'm sorry. Are you not concerned for the safety for all of us? Like, I would have understood if you held us there a little bit longer so you could finalize things. But no, we're moving and y'all are still trying to fix the plane. And I'm like, oh, God, we're going to. I legitimately thought I was not going to make it. I legitimately thought I was, that plane was not going to make it to Raleigh. We are like on the, the runway and we're traveling to wherever they, the, the long part that they take off on. I don't know what it's called. Whatever. We're taking off and we're like, the plane is fine. There's no more whirring, buzzing sounds, but now there's a bunch of clicking sounds like, Why am I so weird? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So I hear this clicking, clacketing sound and I'm like, this plane's not going to make it. I'm going to die. So (laughs) we finally take off. We're fine. The flight was fine. Um, (laughs) I was, I thought I wasn't going to make it because of all the bad signs from before, but I made it. I landed in Raleigh a whole hour after I was supposed to land in Raleigh and I get picked up by my father and I'm not done. My travel isn't done yet because we were, the summits in, was in Fayetteville. So we still had a whole hour or something to drive. F- d- remember, I had not eaten anything except pretzels, cashews, and like a granola bar. That was all I had eaten by that point. And I landed and there was nothing open. And then from Raleigh to Fayetteville, there was nothing on the way also. So I'm like starving. I'm hangry. I'm tired. I have a headache because I hadn't eaten. Like it was a mess. So we stopped at a gas station because I was like, nothing's going to be open. It's almost midnight. Just let me just grab food. So my dinner that evening was two pop tarts and um, like a Gatorade and something else or some other type of cereal type thing. And I finally made it to the hotel and everyone was waiting for me. And I was like, I survived. I need to go to bed. Um, I'm done. But yeah, that was my experience traveling from San Antonio to Raleigh to Fayetteville. And it was, again, if I had done it, if someone was with me, I wouldn't have been so crazy and throwing all these F-bombs. I mean, I probably would have thrown all the F-bombs, but it would have been nice to have someone with me going through that. But I survived it. It happened. We had a great summit in Fayetteville. Um, I almost had the chance to see an old high school friend and it didn't work out, but in the, in the future we'll probably hang out maybe who knows, but, um, yeah, it was overall a pretty cool experience and 
then we flew back and my flight back was fine. Like nothing happened. My flight back was where I realized I had that pet peeve about people waiting at the gates from the first beginning of this episode. Yeah. That's where that pet peeve kind of really struck up. Um, and then the most recent, that was Raleigh. The most recent trip we went to Colorado and that one was a, uh, my mother drove to Colorado and I flew because again, I work and we leave on Fridays. And so I try to leave Friday after work. And so I frontier y'all is cheap. Let me just tell you, I, that was my first time flying with frontier when I went to Colorado Springs and they had a nonstop flight from San Antonio to Colorado Springs and Colorado Springs is not like a big international airport. It's like one of those regional airports. And the fact that it was a nonstop flight, y'all. I paid 70 something bucks for that flight from San Antonio to Colorado Springs nonstop. And that was pretty cool. Um, it's cheap because you pay for everything separately. So that's the only downside to frontier is that like you have to pay for your, your carry on. You have to pay for all that. But I was traveling with a backpack and as long as it fits under the seat in front of me, it's free. Anything extra after that I have to pay for. So all I had to pay for was the flight itself and my seat, which uh, I don't care where I sit. So I sat in the cheapest seat. It was like 10 bucks. So I paid 70 bucks to go nonstop to Colorado Springs. Let me tell you, y'all. Great flight. Great flight. Coming into Colorado Springs, the wind was so crazy. That turbulence was crazy. Okay. We had boarded the plane and the pilot said, all right, y'all will be leaving for Colorado Springs here in a little bit. We do want to let you know there are some high winds in Colorado, so there will be some turbulence we hit, but we do, we will let you know as soon as we get closer. And I said, all right, cool. They gave us the warning beforehand. We're on the plane. We're flying. We're doing fine. We're getting closer to Colorado. We're getting closer to Colorado. We start our descent. The pilot goes on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and put those seat belts back on. I'm turning on the fasten seatbelt sign. I do see we are arriving to that area that has the strong wind, so please buckle up. Uh, we will be hitting some turbulence soon. Not even a second, or okay, not even a minute <laughs> after he got off the intercom. Jung, jung, jung. <laughs> That's exaggerated. I know. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> we all you see are people's heads just moving side to side that giant whack of turbulence y'all was crazy i have never experienced turbulence to this level okay so we are (laughs) hitting the turbulence and then all of a sudden the flight attendant comes on and this is the this is the shit that's funny that i think about to this day the flight attendant comes on and she goes all right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are hitting that turbulence now to help with any nausea. Go ahead and open those air vents above you and it'll help relieve any nausea from the turbulence. Okay. What I just said, that's not what I heard. (laughs) Okay. My mind went to the extremities. And as soon as I heard that lady's voice on the intercom, I thought she said, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) the air masks are dropping from above you. Go ahead and reach (laughs) I kid you not. I was like, shit, I'm dead again. <laughs> Just, I'm going to die this time by turbulence. But I legitimately thought she had said the oxygen masks were dropping. So I was looking up and I was ready for them to drop down and be like, okay, I got to put my oxygen mask. We need term- we need oxygen mask. But then I saw like people reaching up, not for any type of oxygen mask because they hadn't dropped, but to open the air vents. And that's when it clicked in my head. Like, oh, open the vent so you don't get not like it relieves your nausea. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, and I also have never been through a turbulence that level where, and they tell you to open air vents to help relieve it. But I kid you not, that thing had us rocking from side to side. There was a party on that plane that nobody wanted to experience. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, so I, we landed, it was a crazy ride. Um, from Colorado Springs, I did not know was like the Olympic training center area place. So that was like the first thing I saw at the airport when we landed. And I thought that was pretty cool. And so I got a lift to go to the hotel because I made it before my mom. Because from San Antonio to Colorado Springs, it's about a 
13, 12 hour drive. So, oops, excuse me. Something like that. And so I had made it to Colorado Springs before them by like an hour and a half or so. And so I took a lift to the hotel that we were staying at. And I appreciate it. I just have to say, I used to drive for Lyft. I mentioned that some episodes ago, but I used to drive for Lyft. And I appreciate riding in Lyfts when the driver like engages in conversation with me. I think silent Lyft drivers make it the most awkward and uncomfortable experience. I would rather be having a conversation with you, no matter what the conversation is about. I mean, there are limits, but I've never had to come across those. But someone that engages in conversation with you, like if you ask them, how's your day been? And the driver responds and then that sparks the conversation. I love that about Lyft and Uber drivers. And so I rode in my Lyft. I talked to this guy who like I learned so much about his life story and so much about Colorado and stuff like that. And so it was really cool. And I made it to the hotel. Y'all, my hotel was, I had a view straight to the training center. That was so cool. I didn't get to see the inside of the training center, but the fact that I had a view as soon as we looked out the window, I could see the training center was cool. And it was like the ice skating rink training center, which ice skating is like my favorite Olympic event to watch for the Winter Olympics. So that was just really cool. And uh, let's let's go ahead. Uh, the mountains. Okay. I live in Texas where it is flat as fuck out here. Okay. And those mountains were so beautiful. And the fact that you could still see snow on top of them made it so much better. I miss seeing snow and even seeing it from so far was just beautiful because it was the top of mountain and I just, oh, I loved it. It was so great. The mountain view was beautiful. The location that the summit was held in, beautiful to the point where we like took brochures home so we could try to plan travel like vacations for it. But it was beautiful. We stayed in the Cheyenne Mountain, Colorado Springs, a Dolce resort or something like that. Beautiful. Go on my Instagram at Curly Headed Cutie Eileen and you can see some pictures and some of my highlights from that place. But I loved it. I was so in awe and I just miss seeing things like that because I lived up in the Northeast for a lot of my younger life and well actually for like half my life if you think about it because I'm gonna turn 24 and I've been in Texas for about 12-ish years almost yeah so like the whole first half of my life um was spent in the Northeast and it's just I miss seeing mountain like legitimate mountains and so Colorado ended the summit was great actually I got to see a wedding happen in the same resort that the summit was being held I recorded some awesome footage from my mom took some great pictures had a little mini photo shoot it was great um we drove back from Colorado Springs to uh where do I live oh to San Antonio we drove back down and even that drive was beautiful we went from the Colorado mountains to New Mac, like the Northeast part corner of New Mexico to the Texas plains. Um, that was beautiful going from mountains. And then some of the routes we took in, in Texas were part of the Texas great plains trail or something like that. And that was really pretty. You do have to plan accordingly because there's not a lot of gas stations once you hit certain parts of that plains trail. But it was so cool. I love driving through small towns and that's like all we did on the plains trail, which was really cute. And I just, it's fun. Um, this next summit is going to be in Seattle, Washington. And so I'm very excited because now I get to say the farthest West I've been is Seattle, Washington. Cause it's currently the farthest West I've been. Well, Oh wow. I didn't think about it. So for the longest time, the farthest West I had been was El Paso. But now I just went to Colorado Springs and that is a little more west than El Paso, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not looking at a map right now. Um, but then I'm going to the complete west coast. So that'll be fun. And um, yeah, so going to Seattle, Washington, not too long. And then from Seattle, I'm so excited because I have a full week of something fun that's going to happen and you'll see it eventually. And then... Um, 
I have, I'm going to three cities in one week, y'all. Like that's something that's upcoming (laughs) and going to be fun to experience. And so that'll be great. And then my mom has another summit in Maryland later on. And then another summit in, uh, where am I going? In, in Killeen, Texas. And so we'll see. Um, I will let y'all know how those go. Um, but yeah, I don't think I had ever really fully covered or mentioned much of my experiences with those first few summits. So that's kind of what's been happening. It's been so fun helping my mom set things up, record things, take pictures, set up a little photo booth area for her, um, be her technological support and her moral support and just seeing everything she goes through and so proud of her. So proud of her. Um, but yeah, that's kind of been, uh, my life update. Uh, that's episode 11, you know, the, the episode where Eileen is solo once again, but she, why am I talking in third person? I don't know, but I, (laughs) that was fun. Uh, thanks for joining me on this episode and I will talk to y'all on the next one. You can listen wherever you want to listen. You can watch wherever you want to watch. Um, more guests coming soon, but you know, we never know. Sometimes I'll be alone just like today. I don't know why I say that every time I'm alone. I'm awkward. Okay. Bye. I will talk to y'all on the next one. Okay. Bye.